Welcome back to Hype FM, celebrating the best and latest in New Zealand music. Today's special guest is Paige. Uh, she's a small town girl from Clark's Beach who first started uploading her covers to YouTube at age 12. And through the power of social media, this has led to an international attention from music and entertainment royalty, including Billie Eilish. She's open for international acts like George Ezra, Rule, Holly Humberstone, Grant Perez and Nina Nesbitt, and has toured with some of New Zealand's biggest acts such as Drax Project and 660. Her EP, Always Growing, recently went platinum in South Korea, and today we're here to celebrate the release of her debut album, King Clown. So yeah. Paige, welcome to the show. Hello, thanks for having me. Of course. So yeah, <laughs> huge congrats on your um, new album. Thank you. I'm um, super excited. We've been such a huge fan of your music for years, so it's been really oh. incredible to see this come out. Um, so yeah, how did you start the process of writing this album, and was there a particular moment where you felt like you were ready to start working on this project? Um, I think I've always been, like, I think, like, I never think about my, um, like, writing music as, like, starting a project. I think I'm just always writing songs, and then I look, I take a moment to step back and think, okay, what songs could fit into a project? And yeah. then what's that project going to be, and what's the concept of that? And um, I guess I started writing, um, like, the first song that I wrote on the album was, like, Bitch Boy, which was, like, I wrote in 2019, and then I guess from then on... Like, that's when my whole writing the album started. Like, that's when it started. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I definitely try to look at it and think, oh, okay, like, where's a common theme in these songs and how can I make it into a, you know, body of work? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And what themes are important to you when writing this album and how did you land on the album name? Um, I think, like, it's just a lot of, like, vulnerabilities. So kind of, like, taking accountability for things that you're not proud of. Um, and also kind of like shining a light on things that you are proud of. So I guess it's like the ups and downs of being a human is probably the common theme of every song. And I guess I called it King Clown um, because I have a song called Carousel that has a lot of carnival themes and has the word clown in it. And I've always liked the word king. Like I've always, yep. always, always loved that word. And I guess like the idea of King Clown is like being, you know, on the upper hand and being on the down yeah you know? right so yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i i was gonna call it anti-hero but ah. then taylor swift put out a song and i was she like stole it from you. yeah it was devastating <laughs> but it's all right it worked out better i think no, i love king clown it's so sick oh thanks um so yeah what were your musical and artistic influences going into this album um i don't really know i think um it, it's very like diverse like it's all different, um, really. So it's a mix of influences. I'm I'm obviously really into R and B, um, which is something that I carry with me through writing. I think Scissors a big writing inspiration. Uh, I like Mustard on the Beat, like production, like Dr. Dre, yeah. um, which inspired like you know, like Bitch Boy and like Loyalty and like those R and B sounds. But then. Um, I don't know, I think I was listening to a lot of, like, you know, K-pop at the time too, which kind of, you know, inspired, like, Aquarian, and then the song Dance With You um, is inspired by this song called Instagram by Dean, who is a Korean artist, and um, cool. just a whole mix of things, really. It's yeah. not just one thing. Yeah, that's cool, and I think that's what makes, you know, artistry so unique is that you are pulling from um, 
different influences and that's how you you know kind of create your songs and how they make it how it becomes so special as well yeah yeah Yeah. um so we really wanted to chat about one of our favorite tracks which is um i hope you knew so can you tell us a little bit about the concept of this song oh yeah thank you um this is actually probably one of my favorite ones as well um this was one of the last songs i wrote on the album and i wrote it about a relationship that i had um just where i i kind of you know you know when you have to be the breaker upper yeah. Like, and I hate that. I hate mm. being that person. And um, I really loved this person. So I kind of wrote the song about how I, I hope that they knew that I loved them and that, like, I'm sorry, I don't feel the same mm. like, way as I did when, I, when we first started. And yeah. um, I don't know. I think I, I never really planned to do anything with the song. I think I wrote it, like, in a time of, like, just self-expression. And, um yeah, I love it. I like the chords in it too. It's quite fun to play on guitar, <laughs> so yeah. that's a positive. Um, yeah, I, f- I think it's quite wholesome. Yeah. I really like it. I'm yeah. glad you like it. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> and I think uh, yeah, there's such a there's such cohesiveness within the whole album itself, and it's just like great pop music, and oh. it really showcases your vocals as well, which I oh. think um, <laughs> I especially love when you're when you're singing acoustic and. You know, oh, cool. It really sh- showcases your voice. So I think that you've done a really good job in getting oh, that into the album. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much. Plus, we absolutely love the stunning duet, of course, with um, US pop singer Ant Sorders called Miles Away. Oh, um, so, yeah, how did this collaboration come about and what was the inspiration behind this track? Um, I went to New York in 2019 to sign with um, Arista. And then when I was in the office, um, they would like the CEO was telling me that they'd just signed an artist named Ant Saunders who put out the song called Yellow Hearts, which went really big on TikTok. And um, I was like, oh, so I, I kind of looked into him and I really, really like his voice. Like, I, I think he's got yeah. one of my favorite vocals ever. Um, so good. Yeah. And I reached out to him on Instagram and I was just like, oh, I really like your voice. I really hope we can work together, like, at a point. And he was like, yeah, I'm really keen. And then, I went and wrote Miles Away um, with my friend Josh Naley and Ash Wallace. Ash is from Foley. Um, and then I was like, oh, I think this is the perfect song for him to sing. So then I asked him and he's really excited about it. And man, he just like, uh, his part is my favorite part of the whole song. <laughs> I love it. I think he's just incredible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think both of your voices together just work really well. And I feel yeah. like sometimes it's hard to find a bit of a match. Yeah. But your voices just, yeah, work together um, and it just sounds so stunning. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, and it was quite wholesome too because I guess he's all the way overseas as well. And yeah. like it kind of, it's all about like kind of long distance and like mm. um, affection without touch, um, like laughter and, and talking, communicating in those sorts of ways. And it's kind of, it worked out well that he's like, you know, not in New Zealand as yeah. well. It's quite nice. So we also want to talk about Carousel. Can you tell us a bit about the writing and production process of that one? Yeah, um, I wrote this one kind of like about being a needy girlfriend mm. because I'm I can be needy and um, <laughs> as everyone can. Yeah, and I and I kind of like leaned into like allowing myself to be that and and like it was quite fun to write and. Um, I, I did the production like through lockdown like so I, I, I was kind of learning how to do logic and like how to make you know beats and stuff and I kind of came up with that and then I wrote the song and I was like man this is cool I want to make it sound better like bigger so I took it to Simon Gooding and he kind of like shrooshed it up and then we gave yeah. it to Josh Fountain who did more and like it, it's so fun um, 
it was really, really fun. And then me and it was so funny because me and my boyfriend, like, um, he he found the track on my on my computer. Yeah. And it was like originally titled "If You're a Dick, You Can Have a Diss Track." <laughs> That's what it was called. I don't know because I was like angry. I love it. I was like yeah. angry when I wrote it, but it was yeah. more because I was being needy and like yeah. you know. And then he was like, "What's this?" And I was like, "Oh." Um, I wrote this song um, about you. <laughs> and then he was like, um, he's like, I don't think this is about me. I think this is about you being like, you know, right, insecure or whatever. But like he would like, and I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It is like, and, no, and it is. it's so yeah. funny. Like, and he, and, and then like by the end of it, he was like, oh, I, I needed someone to direct the video um, because we had a director pull out like three days before oh, the no. video was due. Yeah. And so like Luke, like my partner, he was like, I'll do it. I'm cool. like, oh man, bless you. Like, you know, I was such an arsehole when I wrote this song. And then <laughs> you're going to help me like make this music video. And he did such a great job. And so supportive. Yeah, bless him. Yeah. Oh, shout out Luke Penny. <laughs> Love him. That's so good. Yeah, so it was, it was a cool experience. That whole, that that song out of like all of them was definitely my favorite on the album. Yeah, nice. And it was definitely the most fun yeah. to do. Awesome. Yeah. And did you have a top highlight or most memorable memorable moment working on this album um I think that bitch boy was probably like my favorite to write like it was so fun to make um because we didn't really like I had like a little studio um space that I was working out of and um it was my first time working out of it and I got my band members Noima and Damo to come in and just like have a we were just hanging out yeah and then I like made this beat and then we ended up writing a song out of it and like it was just so fun because like Bitch Boy is kind of like a song about real deep a real deep hurtful time in my life, but I yeah. kinda played with it like in a real fun way by making that song and it was like yeah, that's probably the most memorable just because it was so random and fun. Yeah. And it's like so fun. It's, I didn't think I'd make a song like that. Yeah. So I was, yeah, it's really, really cool. Yeah. No, I really love songs that really have like a dark kind of meaning behind it but it's like a fun pop tune when you're yeah. just thinking of it musically and I think that juxtaposition is always quite cool yeah yeah. yeah hard out yeah it's super fun and I love listening to it now it's like great yeah, <laughs> yeah. so good so we know you're a huge fan of Disney Channel so I have a very <laughs> important question for you so what is your favorite Disney Channel TV show and movie gosh that's tough um Probably, honestly, probably Hannah Montana. Like, I love Classic. the show. Yeah. I love the movie. I think yep. the movie's incredible. I watched it three times in the movies when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, thank you to my parents for letting me do that because so, <laughs> I had no funds. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I've always really liked the idea of, like, pop star, you know, like. You, yeah. Yeah, like she's – and I just love Miley Cyrus. I think she's oh, incredible. Oh, of course. She's an icon. Yeah, and the songs are great. I yeah. don't know. I just like it was so fun to watch as a kid. Yeah. Especially when you want to do music and you see somebody that you really look up to yeah. on TV. And it's crazy because like obviously the storyline of her is that she is growing up in the limelight and she's getting more and more famous. But as the show goes on, she is also yeah. getting more famous. So it's kind of cool to see the reality of it and also a huge inspiration for other artists musicians out there who want to make it big because it just shows that it's possible yeah for yeah. sure it was and you're right it was really cool seeing her real life kind of mm. take off at the same time as like the show yeah it's real yeah. interesting i like that they used her name 
her dad was in it, which yeah. was cool. So yeah, cool. yeah, it was really cool. I loved it. I love that show. So wholesome. So wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, speaking of Disney Channel, you recently did a cover of "Gotta Find You." Mm-hmm. I saw on Instagram <laughs> from Camp Rock, um, and the attempt that to persuade the Jonas Brothers to let you sing the song with them when they perform at Spark Arena in February, <laughs> um, which actually caught the attention of Joe, who commented on your post. So, yeah. what was your initial re- reaction to that? Oh. I lost it. Well, because I didn't. I, it was so. It was a bit like it was so fast. Like yeah, I didn't. I was really doing it just because I was. I was feeling kind of like a little bit like not motivated with social media, and I was like, "What's something that I could do that could actually cheer me up and and get me excited about socials again and yeah. posting?" Because obviously that's such a big part of making music. Yeah. And then so I was like, "Oh, I do this." Don't I like I just asked the Jonas Brothers to do this thing, and yeah. then he commented on it like twelve minutes after I posted, and I was like, "Oh, it man. was so fast." He would already yeah. commented on it before I even saw it, like yeah. an hour later, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is really gaining some traction yeah. pretty fast." Yeah, and I haven't heard from him since, but that's no. I need to I need to kind of make more again, but um, I have a plan. Yeah, so you got a plan. I've got a plan. <laughs> it has to happen. Gosh, it'd be so cool. That'd if be happened. so safe. Look. He commented, surely something's going to happen. Surely, and, and and let's be real. Who's advocating for the Jonas Brothers more right now? No, no it's one. only you. It's got to be me. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's only you. Yeah, so who are some of your favourite NZ artists right now? And are there any songs in particular that you have connected Ooh, with? Uh, my my absolute favourite is probably Who Shot Scott. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think he's he really inspires me a lot, like, yeah. with music. like, And, and I really want to start making more music like that too because I think he's got this ability to just, like, let himself go and just, like, you know. I don't know. He, he sounds like he's having fun when oh, you listen yeah. to it. Um, yeah. He just put out this song called Buggin'. Yes. Um, and it's just so cool because, like, it does, like, it does st- like it. He kind of does something that you don't really expect. Like it's like the bucket, 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 bucket. Yeah. Like it's like you'd think that that would be annoying. As yeah. Like me being an artist and like you know writing music, I don't want it to sound too like you know. Yeah. Annoying, but hundred percent. It, it's cool that he did that, and it yeah. sounds cool. And yeah, I like that. I like. Oh man, he's he's got great songs. I just all of his songs. All of his songs are so good. Yeah, it's I l- like this experimental, frantic kind of alternative yeah. music. I, I I don't really think it fits into a genre specifically, but no. Um, yeah, it reminds so me of like early two thousands pop punk. Yeah, but then with like a rap element. Oh, yeah. he's cool, man. I really, really, I'm excited for him. I think really he's cool. gonna do really cool stuff. Like for more sure. cool like stuff yeah. he's doing heaps of cool stuff already <laughs> <laughs> no that's it yeah that's such a good answer um so what are the biggest lessons you've learned in your career so far you know having your so much music released now and you know playing so many shows uh I think I learn so much as time goes on yeah but I think the biggest lesson is probably that um I can never take my hands off the wheel Mm. And like, you know, if I have to be working harder than anybody else. Like nobody's, you know, which is funny because that's quite obvious. But I think when I was a kid and like I used to watch like, you know, Katy Perry documentaries and like Miley Cyrus and stuff. It's like they get to a point where they get discovered and then you think that everybody takes it from there. Yeah. And then it gets easier, but it doesn't. It no. almost gets harder. <laughs> um, yeah. And like I'm very grateful that I've got such a great team that helped me out so much, you know. Yeah, for but sure. But I always have to be um, 
it's almost like I have to be, I never realized that I had to be like a business person. Mm. For, first and foremost, like before being an artist and a creative, I have to be, I have to have a business mind. Yeah. And like, how am I going to market it? And how am I going to, yeah. you know, like handle my my finances and like, you know, yeah. taxes and, and like, you know, all that's like GST and like, you know, like things like yeah. that. And, and that is just like the biggest part of it. And I'm, totally. it's kind of sad, <laughs> but you know, it's just like anything like, yeah, yeah, probably that, probably that, you know, everybody's just like, you've got to be a business person. Yeah. That's such good advice. Mm. Yeah. I think, and like kind of how, what you mentioned before as well, staying on top of social media and marketing, there is such a huge pressure to yep. be active a lot of the time and, you know, push your songs and albums and even when you're not, still yeah. staying in the public eye. So how do you find balancing that with art? Because I know that that's a struggle for quite a lot of artists out there. Yeah, it's a massive struggle. I think, um, yeah, I definitely find it really tough. But like I said about the Jonas Brothers thing and like making making things online that I get excited about is really important because yeah. um, I can so easily feel deflated and just be like, oh, I don't want to be posting my song that I put out like for the hundredth time and get like two likes, yeah. you know, but it's just part of it. You can't, you, yeah. I think you kind of have to do things online that make you feel excited um, yeah. to keep your, you know keep your enthusiasm up because if you're not if you're not excited about what you're posting then everybody's gonna see that you know um yeah which is kind of like this is funny because I'm actually going through a phase where I'm like man I don't want to post anymore yeah yeah um so now I'm reminded yeah I probably should (laughs) make another Jonas Brothers vlog or (laughs) something yeah but probably just to stay excited about things and to do what makes you feel good online yeah because it is the biggest part of it really yeah I guess it's kind of reminding yourself to just keep it fun and I guess it's the motivation and purpose behind it is to connect with fans and um, yeah we love seeing your content oh thank you make sure to keep (laughs) posting for us (laughs) I will yeah but um yeah connecting with people online is definitely like it is fun yeah I think a lot of artists do forget like you know like my like friends of mine and and I do too like you forget that you're doing music because you love it because yeah. it's for f- it's fun like yeah. you got to keep it fun i guess yeah. you've got a tour coming up right around the country um Auckland Wellington Christchurch and Mount Longanui um what are you excited most about doing those performances um Honestly, I feel like it's kind of like I, I treat live performances as like a thank you. Like, yeah. thank you for listening to my music. Um, and I just like I love seeing everybody because like the same people kind of show up to my shows and then new people like new faces like arrive. And I feel like it's a great opportunity to meet people and to kind of, you know, I don't know, just like this is the best part of it all is like to be in like to see people in front of you that love your music and just like sing with everybody. I love singing. I want to sing the new songs with everyone. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to play Bitch Boy. Yeah. <laughs> just because it's so fun live. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think just like showing everybody the new songs live will be really fun. And yeah. just seeing everyone again because I always end up missing everyone when yeah. I'm away. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah so yeah, that'd be cool. And man, two weeks, it starts in two weeks, Woo! which is crazy. So exciting. Yeah, it came it came really fast yeah you better start practicing <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well good good thing is that I've never I haven't really stopped because we, I've just come back from Australia oh, yeah. like to do that How tour was that? it was great yeah. yeah I um I loved it 
I want to be there again. Yeah, I cool. love, yeah. It's cool to meet new people that, you know, listen to the songs. Yeah, 100%. And you were recently in Korea as well? Is yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That was that was insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just people like, again, I, I find it so insane to meet people that, like, love the music. And especially people that don't speak your language. Because, yeah. yeah, there were people that kind of came and said hi and, and they, they can't really say hi because they can't, you know... Yeah. But we had like I had a translator with me and stuff. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah it was great. Yeah, and I, I I can't wait to go back to Korea and like experience it properly because yeah. I was only there for like two days. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> All right, so thank you so much, Paige, for coming on the show. Go stream her album King Clown. Yeah. Out on all streaming platforms. Go see her on tour. Um, Auckland, Wellington, Christchurch, Mount Maunganui, um, November and December. You can get tickets at the door. Amazing. We were doing like a competition with Spark and with JB Hi-Fi where that's how everyone was getting their, you know, their tickets and stuff. But you can get them at the door. And um, a lot of people are asking me, where can I get tickets? You can get them on the night and I will see you there and dress up. <laughs> I'm oh. trying to get everyone to dress up. Yeah. Any, any costumes? Clown King Clown. Oh, yeah. Clown themed? Clown themed, King themed. King themed? Either or. Amazing. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Woo!